and welcome to the world we live in. I'm Nina. And I'm Kay. And this is our first back together episode. In a while, yeah. I know. We've been crazy busy. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) We have been. Um, But yeah, so today it's going to be a pretty special episode. This is going to be episode 27, which is crazy. Um, Crazy and a lucky number, I'm just saying. mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so today we're going to be talking about, like, I guess the theme today is messy. (laughs) Um, it's it's a current events yeah type of episode uh we haven't done one of those in a while i just smacked my mic i am sorry um we haven't done one of those in a while and it's extra special because today we have a guest who isn't coming until a little bit later in the episode but exciting nonetheless um we will introduce them when they are here but yeah yep but while we have your attention alone we were going to talk we have a few things we want to address or talk about um before you know just just to talk about um yeah so you can do you want to do you want to introduce the first topic I'm actually curious to see what the messy people uh <laughs> topic is let's start lighthearted and then okay work our- okay yeah, we're going to start lighthearted. So, yeah. So, uh, since we were kind of talking about messy things recently in the news and just, like, in general, I was like, you know what? Uh, messy people. Um, and how to know if you're a messy person or not. And, mm. Yeah. I was like, I was like, mm. I feel like this is interesting for me. Because I, for at least in my opinion, I think that I'm a mix between, like, a not messy and a messy person that makes sense okay um okay how about you define messy because i'm thinking like i'm thinking messy as like like socially messy yeah okay that's what we're we're on the same page (laughs) yeah and like i i'm like in between for me because i am not (laughs) at all it's like i'm partly not at all messy i don't do anything (laughs) Yeah. Um, my life is very chill. Um, so in that way, like, oh, I'm, I'm very much not problematic. I don't do anything. Like, I just, I just stay in my room. Um, however, I feel, I feel like even though nothing ever happens in my life, at the same time, there's always something happening in my life, which is worth talking about. Yeah. In um, a situation, I'm like, oh, my God, sis, I said this. And it was kind of crazy. Why did I say that? Because you're impulsive, Nina. And you say whatever. You Everyone want. has their moments. Everyone has their moments. Yeah. Oh my god, it's it's great. And in the past, my impulsivity has been more like I didn't think hard enough, or I don't have the knowledge to know to not say this. And now it's more like you know what, whatever. I'm gonna say whatever I want, uh, which is great for me. Um, in high school, nothing has like really happened to me. Well, it's a lie. I think it's a lot of things have happened. Um, oh. Like in freshman year, but like yeah. After freshman year, um, my life has been very low key. Like, even if I'm, I talk about something, like I don't like expect anything to happen. Not okay. Even, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You see, for this, mm-hmm. it depends. If we're talking about just like you, if we're talking about freshman year me, absolutely. <laughs> if we're talking about me now, absolutely not. Or meh, yeah. but like meh in the regard of like, that, like the mess is like lingering from way before, you exactly. know. Like I don't actively try to get myself into situations like I did before, where mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, there's so many people. Like I want attention, and or not even like I want attention. It's just like I want, um certain people's attention mm-hmm. and now it's kind of like I'm too busy to want to deal with any of that so I'm just gonna sit over here and watch <laughs> wait and watch yeah um yeah 
So like, no. Like, it's, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm the type of person that it's like, I try to avoid mess, like mm-hmm. messiness, but I will gladly watch from a distance or I will gladly give my two cents if someone is having a messy situation. Exactly. I think it's so entertaining when other people are in something messy. But, like, Lord knows that if I'm ever in that situation, I'm like, I want to pass away. <laughs> I want to pass away. Me, honestly. It's like, please look it in now, but also, like, yeah. Which is, okay. Which, honestly, so, I'll give you a little update to the uh, to the channel. So, not to the channel, but to the pod. So, everyone listening... Um, as you've known, I've been um, entangled. I've had an entanglement. In a um, situation, <laughs> if, you, if you will. I've been in a situation, if you will. Um, but not really at all. However, so the answer is I have not been in one, but also I have been in one. And so for any of y'all wondering, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm very happy I did not like say something crazy or be like oh my god I like you because if I did that'd be very bad for me now so I think sometimes it's best sometimes it's best to do nothing I mean (laughs) oh my god to avoid to avoid messiness situationships sometimes I mean sometimes I think it's right to like say how you feel and to like move on from people or like to shoot your shot possibly with people um both situations are great when they're needed and warranted, but I feel like sometimes, honestly, it's best to scope your situation out. And if you do benefit from doing nothing, then that's fine. Nothing, which is <laughs> great for me because now I get to be friends with them, which is which is low key kind of nice. It's um, nice, and in your defense, it was a very confusing position <laughs> because it was like. Listen, like, even with all of the people who have, like, experience that were helping you out, it was still, like, what the heck is going on in this person's head? Like, I'm not, I don't understand what's going on. And you did your best, and you Mm -hmm. did what was good for you, and I love that. Yes, you're proud of me. (laughs) We're trying my best. I'm so proud. Um, So, yeah, so, exactly. So, like, I don't feel, like, bad about the situation. It's just, like, okay, well. Anyways, next, uh, next on this week's episode of Random Boys, Nina Likes. Um, but yeah, so that's fun. So yeah, I guess it's wise sometimes to do nothing. That's my advice to anyone who's trying to be less messy of a person. Um, chill, that's my advice. In summary, figure out what the heck kind of situation you're in, what kind of position you're in, and what result you want, and like decide whether it's best to take action or to just be like actually i'm good (laughs) yeah i don't need this that's yeah that's kind of where we're at so um yeah so that's that was the like most lighthearted topic so far um now we get into current events wow um well not wow that's actually a really bad choice of words um so, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the, we're going to talk about something that happened really recently, being the Oxford High School shooting. So, uh, Nina told me that she actually doesn't know that much about this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to see if I can find a headline to get you, like, the scope. Um. Yeah, so all I know pretty much is just that, like, a 15-year-old boy, I think it's a, she was 15, um shot up his high school or some other school I forgot um but yeah I don't know what like like I know there's a lot of school shootings so I don't know like if this one it has details which is like I'm missing um okay so you you're right about that um he was a 15 year old boy I'm not gonna say his name um but he shot up a school in Michigan, um, killing two people and injuring eight. Oh, no, yeah. At least I'm pretty sure that is the number. Let me double check. Sorry, three killed and eight injured. So, 
what had happened was um, <laughs> apparently that day he was exhibiting like a lot of really really weird behavior that like actually got him called down to the main office had a meeting with the like with staff and his parents and they determined that he was okay to go back to class oh no his parents left and not a single thing happened and like when police like went to investigate everything like they found like i think notebooks full of like maybe not notebooks or like stuff on his phone like full of his desires to hurt people and like it was made very clear very quickly that this was a premeditated thing mm-hmm. and yeah. <sighs> it was bad he apparently like hours before the attack he posted a countdown on his instagram that was like today i become death like fear me or something like that and it then like a couple of days before the the actual shooting like he posted a picture of the gun that he used and was like oh my god it's bad yeah and it's just like they're considering trying his parents um because they just like one he's a minor and two it was the dad's gun i'm pretty sure Mm. and it was like the headline of this article um from abc news is school chief discipline not needed for boy before schooling not schooling shooting i can't read wow i don't like dang i chicken i don't know if you would know this but like did he like most school shooters shoot up their schools because they were bullied or something like was he was he a was he bullied or was he just like did she just like death i don't know if you would know that but i'm not sure mm. um but like it doesn't matter way, it's not a good excuse yeah. for that like if that kind of thing happens go to therapy don't yeah, <laughs> yeah. School. and it's like yeah. Okay, there's this other paragraph that I'm just going to read. So-and-so 15 has been charged as an adult with two dozen crimes, including murder, attempted murder, and terrorism for the shooting at the Oakland County School, roughly 30 miles, 50 kilometers north of Detroit. Wow. That is so sad. Um there's like another paragraph that says earlier Thursday, a prosecutor repeated her criticism of Crumley's parents saying their actions went far beyond negligence and that a charging decision would come by Friday. Okay. I low-key don't think that they should charge the parents. Like I, it's the kid who needs to like, like, I don't, I feel like, like I like they should, the parents, obviously if they were neglectful, shame on them. But like, I guess I feel like, this is like, I don't want to blame these people. Like they did something, they, they guess they should have done better things, but I don't want to blame them for like, but it's not, it's not, they're not responsible. Like they should have done things to be different, but like, I'm not going to say that the parents themselves are responsible. Like something like this bad is like something this bad. I don't think it's necessarily fair to peg on the parents as much as it's like, it's the kid's fault. <laughs> like if you're, yeah. Shooting- if you're like sh- purposely going out of your way to kill people to shoot up at your school like that's that's on you like I don't want you know them to blame other people like I, I don't know like I mean I don't think anyone's really saying that it's not the kid's fault like obviously people think it's his fault um but like I just feel like he should hold all the accountability if that makes sense like I don't know I feel kind of similarly in the sense that, like, I don't think they should be tried per se. I think they should be held accountable, considering that they were the ones who provided their son with the murder weapon. But, like, to put him, but to put them on the same level as, like, their son who literally murdered people is a bit far. Yeah. Um, Exactly. Like, I think that they should be held responsible and they, like honestly like they should be like hey people should tell them to not do that and like they should never 
they should know to not do that again. I mean, they won't have the opportunity to. <laughs> but like, or if they're going to be tried with something, like, it should not be this, the exact same charges that the suspect would be charged yeah. for. Like, they are not the ones who committed murder. Because he's being tried for murder in the first degree, which they did not commit. Exactly. Like, I guess I could understand. Even, like, accessory to murder feels a little bit, like, far. It, it does to me, too. I don't think it's necessarily, like, fair. But, like, if all the sons can fall for taking for do, taking whatever, you know, the gun they gave them, probably, I don't know why they gave him a gun, maybe for protection. I don't know where they live. It's maybe like a state thing. Um, and like using it to end people's lives. Like that's not them being like, oh yeah, kid, please kill people. Like I'm like some families just have guns. I mean, they should, they should have kept it away from him. They shouldn't have given it to him. But like, yeah, the, like the 15 year old should not have had access to the gun. That's the have. thing. You're right. Like, yeah, he's not like, and also thing. like yeah. there with things like that, that like, like wanting to or having like violent outbursts towards people having odd behavior having violent behavior that should have been a warning sign that something was wrong and it's like i think most of the blame on the i don't know anything about the parents i really don't and honestly they could be the nicest people they could be the worst people i'm not sure but either way it's like all should be held responsible for something but not on the exact same level because exactly. that's just like that's, yeah, that's not it. okay you know yeah, yeah that's it yeah like i feel like they i'm not mad i'm not mad at the idea of them being held responsible for anything so i just don't want people to, like i don't want the blame to be shifted off of him <laughs> that, that's all yeah um because he yeah um but yeah um that's unfortunate. So yeah, so that's that. <laughs> I don't know how to how to end this segment. That was a short segment, yeah. but it was like it was something yeah. that we really wanted to talk about because it's something that's been going on and it's something that's important and it's something that's really really sad. Um, and hopefully there will be an update by the next episode. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the the spark notes little um, yeah. summary of everything that happened yep that was kind of quick um but yeah so for the next one we this is kind of a natural transition i guess we wanted to talk about kyle whatever his last name is <laughs> written house yeah we're I'm sorry You're I'm, good. I'm, I'm always about to say written barker i don't know where my mind goes with that but... it's okay it's friday <laughs> so yeah so uh i've done i a pretty good amount of research on um this guy he i know basic information i'm eager for you to tell me more about it though yes so for my african-american history class we had to like research it pretty much and say like why do we think what factors influence the decision of this case blah 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 just basically just research it so before i researched this case okay well this some of these things weren't even, aren't even true actually but all i've been to- was told about it before then was Pretty much this like kid like went to a, I didn't know where it was. They said a crowded place. My my mind for some reason thought like, like sports stadium. I don't know why my, they said a crowded place. So I was like, okay. Um, and like he had a gun. Someone told me that his mom gave it to him and that they were trying to wrestle away from him. And while they were, they're trying to take the gun away from him, he shot them. Um, so that's what I heard about it before I researched the case. And in my mind, I'm like, well, obviously he, and then like, he's like, I don't know. Um, so that's what all I knew about it before. So then I researched it. It was very interesting. So just to t- say like, the, like what I researched and what I found out about the case, like in like terms of like what actually happened. Um, this 17 year old kid, um, he was going to Kenosha. Um, and so people said he crossed state lines with the gun. And actually, technically, he did not do that. <laughs> um, what happened was he did cross state lines. He crossed state lines to get a gun that was that his friend got for him. Um, oh. So his 18-year-old friend at the time when he was 17 
bought Kyle a gun with Kyle's money. Oh. The friend, it was illegal. Um, so Kyle crossed state lines, not illegally or not with an illegal gun, but to get a gun that was bu- like bought illegally. Also, interesting about the gun, another myth is that he it was illegal for him to have it because he's underage. If if he was if it was a handgun, it would be illegal. But there's a random like statute of a law where it's like in the state where it's like if the gun isn't short barreled, it's not illegal for them to. What? Uh, <laughs> I know. That's why people are like, why did he avoid the gun like the gun charge? Because like technically it was like they that's had a- so stupid. It is. I mean, like it's like if. They just didn't charge him for that, even though it was illegal. Like for sure, I'd be super angry too. And have charged him for it. It makes more sense. Um, but yeah, so that's what happened. So that's so he got the gun like that, pretty much. Um, so there is some videos. So he went to Black Lives Matter protests with some friends of his, which and another myth is that he did not claim that they were white supremacists. They, that's not. They didn't say that. Um, yeah, they're just they're part of some group they were like protecting he went to protect the stores with his friends i guess with the gun um there is he also had a he also had um a medical kit with him i think and they got a review of him saying he wants to help people so that and that was presented in the case so that did help his case for sure um and so pretty much what happened was three separate people had threatened him at some time of the day um mm. apparently and uh he heard a gunshot right, bo- right behind his head and then one of the people who i think threatened him lunged towards him and then mm. and then he shot him in that instant um mm. so and then that kind of thing happened repeat pattern um and there was a video of that of like him doing that um so i read this article it's like why did he win and then the the lawyers were like this is one of the best like self-defense cases we've ever seen um not like it's not just the fact that they one there he he was threatened two he heard a gunshot and three they had a video of him literally (laughs) like of the like defending himself oh yeah so basically one reason why he won is that he had a like a a good <laughs> like he had a good case um to yeah. not like not get arrested um and so also some other factors played in that are some interesting the judge was well how do I start this off I mean okay one thing that helped him was that he was young obviously and not gonna lie if it was me on the stage or like as a part of the jury I would go easier on someone who was younger than someone who was I pers- who was an adult at the time, because I, I, I guess I have more empathy for younger people. Um, yeah, which is I which has definitely helped him. Um, the woman, like the fact there were a lot of women on the jury, helped him for that. Um, so that's one thing. Second thing is the prosecution messed up. One, they like sh- try to show some evidence that the judge didn't like approve yet, which made which was not good. <laughs> um Mm -hmm. so they argue and also the prosecution they went they wound up going too far um we talked about this in my class but they try to call him they call him an active shooter Mm. um which there was no one there's no evidence of that happening (laughs) um but the the main reason why that didn't work is because well besides the fact that they had this video it's because this was in a state where like people just have guns sometimes just to have guns like yeah. they they hunt with guns, like trying to say that he's an active shooter for having a gun or that like trying to prove against the video that they saw was not gonna work. <laughs> like, um, so another I guess another part of it is that the prosecution honestly was not that good. <laughs> like they did like they they were they're already gonna they're already fighting an uphill battle, but it also isn't that good. Um they made they had a few mistakes. Um, but it was messy because which goes into the themes because the judge withheld an, a video of him saying that he wants to like kill people who who like whatever like he wants he's looking forward to killing people who like attack the store um yeah and then clearly and the judge was like okay the next person who's coming on is a veteran so please like be respectful of them which is kind of emotionally swaying the jury a little bit um the jury he only let 
the judge only let people say like call the the victims looters or and rioters which again is an emotional thing um so that's messy they also some racist stuff it's it's so in general it wasn't a super fair case and and then apparently written written house like didn't go to the nursing school he said he went to um yeah he lied about that just crazy but you know it's not like he can't get retried you know <laughs> that's yeah. the justice system um but yeah so it was that was very interesting so they did sway so every so he had a strong case nonetheless but they but don't get me wrong people the judge swayed you know did whatever they could to also sway emotion into his favor for sure mm-hmm. um and for people wondering where when uh how race is involved it for sure is um one thing is um he like okay this is kind of a separate thing i was saying but like obviously i understand why you're like why are you bringing us to, to a protest like you know like that's you're right please dislike him if you want i'm just saying like but like um for other things um which are, how race plays into it i mean i feel like every like people this case wasn't just about like you know him you know it was about it was about race and black lives matter it was about a lot of it was about that whole summer <laughs> you know mm-hmm. so a lot of emotions were involved in it it was about a lot of things and so people who were probably on the jury, they came from a certain place. And honestly, they probably didn't want him to want to think he was guilty, you know? Yeah. Because they probably, you know, that's because, you know, they have a certain affiliation most likely. Um, so most likely they, you know, they wouldn't want him to be guilty in any way. Making him guilty would have meant that there was an actual problem. Exactly. And like the the justice system here just doesn't want to acknowledge that. Exactly. So, you know, the, the jury can you can question the jury as well, um, you know. And then also you can you can definitely make the argument like if that would the jury have less sympathy if it was a person of color on the stand? Clearly, they would have less sympathy. <laughs> like um, people view white young people more as like, oh, so cute. There's a thing called adulterization. Um, long story, but pretty much like. You, you're they're viewed more as like innocent, you know, rather than a person of color. They'd be like, oh, well, no, they're a criminal. <laughs> um, they're they're intimidating and whatever. So yeah, you're mm-hmm. you're right. Like the race does play a big part in our justice system in general. Um, but in case you didn't know, I just wanted to present the facts to you about the actual case and why. Like obviously there is some definitely biases, definitely some messy things happening in it, but like why like maybe you can have come to a better understanding of like legally speaking how it kind of couldn't have come to another thing was no matter what happened they would have said self-defense um yeah that's what's frustrating though and like that's where i really understand the frustration behind everything it's just like i get that that would have been the result either way they're like Mm -hmm. they're as much as like i and i know a lot of people want to believe that like had something been different like that he wouldn't have been guilty that just wouldn't have happened with mm-hmm. like the way that the system here works like, it no matter what like it he would have been found innocent even though he literally killed people mm-hmm. and that's so messed up <laughs> but i don't know i just really wish things were different that's really 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 messed up and like i think it might have been on social media or like in a no, not on social media, on, um, I think the news, he, like, went on camera and was just like, this was a case of self-defense, and it's just like, sir, I mean, sir, like, like, technically, you're right, but no. (laughs) I mean, like, you can have questioned his, his, like, like, his, uh, uh, what am I looking for, his motives, um, from like from going in there with the gun which is definitely fair but like i mean they did catch him like i mean but they did did but like honestly he wouldn't you're right he would not have gotten like either way he definitely would have like even though he killed people he definitely wouldn't have gotten off um 
but like at the same time I guess I'm like well they did have like and I can see why the jury being women who have young children would empathize with him um so I think that like yeah he he's not a good person I can see he, he's he's definitely lies he's not a good person but like the 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 self-defense argument was a pretty solid argument (laughs) i know that's what's so annoying is that he had a really strong case yeah sir (laughs) yeah god i really oh this case just like boils my blood it makes me very very angry okay sorry it's just like that leads me a little bit into our next discussion. Um, I wanted to talk about fallacies <laughs> um, and a fallacy is an error in logical reasoning. Um, for those who don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I had no idea what you were saying mm. when you were telling me about this. What? Okay. So a fallacy is an error in logical reasoning, which means uh, I'll, I'll give you some examples of some, um, but I, the, the reason why this is connected is because with cases like these, um, I feel like it's very easy to like, and okay, I think with things people are emotional in general, it's very easy to like make a fallacy, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think emotional arguments are fair, but I mean, like sometimes I feel like saying things and saying that they're true even though they're not they're like fallacies can like unnecessarily sway people's emotion in a way that's like oh okay i was so confused because i don't think i've ever heard that word before got it yeah um in a way that's not perfectly fair so an example of a fallacy would be um what's my favorite there are some good ones. One of them is called the the apples and oranges fallacy, which is related to this our discussion of like cases and stuff because people unnecessarily like um, upset about information that's not even like completely true or like accurate. It's kind of annoying and it's also kind of counterproductive. Because like, yeah. if, like if you're like trying to um, say like if you're trying to like fight against the system. And you're and you're bringing up things that didn't even happen, or like you're you don't even know the facts, or like you're just like saying like you don't even understand why things happen the way they happened. Then you're never gonna like create a change because you're just talking, <laughs> like you're you know. Um, yeah. And so I think that it's beneficial to everyone to really understand things. So they're like Crystal Kaiser should have the same thing. However, there's a few differences that are pretty big. They're comparing the two cases for self-defense. One difference, the main difference is, is that you can't, you can kind of prove that, at least in a state of court of law, that Kyle's was not pre- a premeditated. Because one, they had a video footage of it. And two, he didn't like, uh, how do I describe this? He came with the gun, but he didn't necessarily like, he didn't like, he didn't start it. <laughs> that makes sense. Like he started it by being there with the gun, but he didn't like. They can't prove that he like tried to be aggressive to someone else first. Um, with Crystal Kaiser, they don't have a video footage of what happened, so it's just her word, and she's black. So, I mean, that yeah. is a big part of it for sure. So they're not gonna leave her anyways. But like, they don't have a video footage of her <laughs> doing it, so like they can't prove it, and also. She t- she went to his house. Um, she's her trafficker, by the way, sex trafficker. Um, oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, so that's why people are talking are mad. Um, because she killed her abuser after he drugged her and tried to rape her, um, and just sex trafficked her for a year. But technically, she went to his house, and then she burned it down after she killed him. Um, so oh wait I think I heard of this yes yes yeah so it's pretty popular now people so so the defense the prosecutors are like well she it was premeditated clearly and the problem with and so it's like I don't necessarily want people to compare the two it's like oh well they're both self-defense charges so therefore it's the same technically no 
Kyle's was self de- normal self defense. Um, Crystal's was is affirmative defense because if they can't say that was immediate danger, but they're trying to prove that. What are they trying to prove? They're trying to prove that um, like her sexual trafficking was a direct cause of her killing him. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just a different case. And so I feel like I get slightly annoyed when I hear people not just like, I don't blame them, but I just blame the fact that they like just in general, I just get annoyed in general. People don't necessarily fully know things like that. Because like that this, I feel like you can't believe it's not, I just, I guess it's the same thing. It's not productive to, to like, it's not productive to not be right or to not understand the case um and to talk about it like if you talk about something important that it's important to people's emotions and to america and politics and like the future of this country and what you want for it i guess just know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah i want to say that's that's it i want people to know what they're talking about when they're talking about things that it's so emotional and about important things you know like don't i don't know I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that's what it is pretty much for me. Okay, so this that's an example of the apples and oranges fallacy. Um, but just comparing two things, like it's like apple is a fruit and an orange is a fruit. And that means it must taste exactly the same. Which is, yeah. which is the apples and oranges fallacy. That's kind of used a lot with climate change a lot, honestly. But it's kind of annoying but I use a lot in things like this where it's like well if this is true and this is true then like this then they then this situation must be the same and it's not <laughs> a lot of ways well why are we worried about climate change the climate has always gotten hotter well in the past like the ice age it's happened because of natural causes whereas this one is caused by humans and we can prove that with data <laughs> Which means that yeah. if you feel like your way that they're the same, then we won't do anything about it, and we will accept the situation and keep doing what we're doing, um, which is not productive. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's kind of why it annoys. I think this one that one kind of annoys me the most. <laughs> um, and I feel like that's kind of how people view a lot of things like this as well. Not not this specific court case, but like in general, people like compare two serious things and say they're the same and it's not yeah i don't like when that i feel like that happens a lot in like not even just history classes like in english classes i see that all the time um i'm not going to give specific examples or no i'm not going to give specific examples but it's like they will compare like serious like massacres or genocides to like some random like completely unrelated thing and it's like where did you get that yeah no that's not okay um it's just I, yeah <laughs> exactly um so that's a good one another one which people should look out for i have two more just besides this one this one the next one is the burden of proof fallacy which is also very common um which is pretty much like for example like the witch hunts that was a, co- a classic burden of proof fallacy it's like you are a witch. You have shown no evidence thus far of being a witch. And I'm just saying this randomly, but you're all going mm-hmm. to believe me because no one can prove that I'm wrong. So that's, that's part of the fallacy. Mm. Believing that, so, that something is true because it hasn't been proven false. But that's like saying like, this is a classic example. If I say there's a teapot floating in space right now and you can't prove me wrong. So that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm correct either. It's yeah. possible that like you can't even prove me wrong or right. It's you can't. You're not going to go to space. Um, it's possible that I will eventually be proved wrong, or it's possible that there's some intermediary truth. Yeah. Um, so that's you know what that reminds me of. What cult leaders? <laughs> yes. Like seriously, because it's like they can come up to you and be like, "I'm the Messiah," and a lot of people believe it because it's like, well, there's no definitive proof that you're wrong yeah but there's no definitive proof that you're right so why what do i lose by like believing in you or not believing in you exactly so that's a classic example 
of the burden of proof fallacy. But so the rule of thumb in general, though, is that like if there's this established practice or like a belief or idea that everyone believes there's evidence for it, if someone else says, actually, you're wrong, this is what I think, then it's not up to the people who already proved their idea to continue to prove it or to prove the other idea wrong, which they might not be able to. It's up to the person who's bringing the new claim to prove that they're correct. So the burden of proof falls on the person who's trying to prove something. Um, and I think that that's important. Because I think a lot of times people are like, well, you can't prove me wrong. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, that means nothing. <laughs> um, I think that's interesting. Um, and the last one, just kind of my favorite one. It's kind of funny, actually. I love this one. Oh, actually, so there's two more. One more. This one is really quick. Um, like, just saying, like, discrediting a person means dis you discredit the whole argument. Mm. That's a very, very common one. That's, I think everyone uses that. Like, yeah. oh, that. And, <laughs> like, that means nothing. Um, that's, first of all, that's not even discrediting the person. But, like, insulting the person or saying something negative about them means that they are trash in general. Um, yeah. Which isn't true at all. Um, like, like people do that all the time. Like, like just because I might not like someone or they've done something bad, doesn't mean they're necessarily wrong about a certain topic. Um, like a misogynist, like I'm like, and I proved their misogyny countless times. Maybe they are the, the maybe they are legitimately the best and have the best ideas for a specific campaign or like a specific idea or a group or whatever. Like, and like me discrediting them is a fallacy because just because they are bad doesn't mean their argument is bad. Yeah. Um, so that's a popular one. I think that that one's more a play to emotions. And I think people, even I like probably have fallen prey to it because like, if I don't, if I think someone's a bad person, I don't want to follow them. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I think is fair for everyone. And the last one I want to talk about, my favorite one. Ooh, I love this one. The slippery slope fallacy. It's so good. Um, it's like if I said, um, like, uh, <laughs> this is an example I've heard. Um, China is communist and people, other countries become communist, which means that like in one year, America will be a communist country. Um, ah. Yeah, it's pretty much as being like, if A happens, then C or D or Z will happen. Um, or like, if, like, if I take off my shirt, that means pretty soon everyone's shirt will be off, which is not at all the case. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, and so it's kind of like, but like the, the reason why that's so, that's a bad thing was like, let's say I have plans and they have, there's 26 items in it. Let's name them A to Z. Um, if A has a 99% chance of happening and if A happens, there's a 99% chance of B happening, and so on and so on and so on. And that means there's only a 76%, there's only a 78% chance that Z happens. So it's like, even if everything is almost certain, it's still not a certain outcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so like, even if, if even one of those things has a 50% chance of happening, boom, 39% chance of Z happening. Um, but yeah. So pretty much, that's a my, that's my favorite one. I think that like people like to say that a lot. Like if this and this and this, and I'm like, slow your roll. That's <laughs> just <laughs> um, a funny one. I like. Um, but yeah, so that's the main one. Um, and so that's kind of it. <laughs> so yeah. now, yeah, I am going to hold on, have a really quick lull because I'm going to invite Cassidy on here. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Okay, so now, guys, we have a very, very fun segment for you guys. Um, I want to introduce our special guest, Cassidy Mazio. Hi, hello. Lovely. I just knocked over a chair. It's lovely to be here. Love We're that. very happy to have you. Um, I'm, tr I'm trying to think of, like, anything that I can say. They are... A senior they are one of the smartest people i know um that's true they are oh my god oh wow so humble clearly um extremely um, 
they uh they are a huge like um what's it called oh my god i want to say the word you're looking for is nerd oh no i mean the latin thing kind of but like it's okay (laughs) i am a uh i am a teacher of latin yes that's correct yes also they are 18 and a latin teacher so that's right (laughs) i'm just saying guys yeah, um, it can be done poorly, it but can it can be, be done. done. Yeah, so um, I think that's that's your little intro. Um, would you like a recap of what we've talked about? Sure. Okay, so the first thing that we covered was messiness and like messy people and what makes a messy person. Mm-hmm. Um, then we talked about the Oxford High School shooting. And the Kyle Rittenhouse shooting, or yeah, the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And then Nina talked about fallacies. And now we're here. Cool. Yeah. Oh my God. A lot of of very fun topics. (laughs) A lot of very fun topics. My my Uh, audio is okay, right? Yeah, you're good. Cool. I have stolen uh, from my dad this like headset setup, and I can't tell if it's good or not, but. It's fine. Our, I feel like our audio is usually a little bit fuzzy, but it's clear enough. Uh, <laughs> wait, that's so sad. Anyways, um, so for this segment, we're going to talk, well, Cassidy's going to educate us on what the heck NFTs are, because I've heard so much about them while also hearing so little, and I am very curious. Yeah, so if you've heard anything about NFTs, you've probably heard these like insane sounding stories of people buying images for like hundreds of millions of dollars or whatever. And like everyone has been doing them. uh, Like the NBA does them where like you can buy like a gif of a certain dunk or whatever. I don't know. I don't follow basketball, but I know that they do that. And it's so insanely weird to me. And it's a strange concept to get your head around, but there's a pretty easy way I think to explain it that people don't really go through. So Say for, let's just do a normal transfer of money. Like, say I buy you guys both lunch, for instance, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I offer to pay for everything, and then you guys just, like, Venmo me afterwards or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So what, what Venmo does is it goes, is it sends a signal to your bank saying, hi, I need this person to withdraw this amount of money. Mm-hmm. And so the bank goes through your information and says, okay, cool, you have this much money, send it on over. And then the same thing happens when it goes over to my account. The way that NFTs and cryptocurrency and all that kind of stuff works is instead of having the records of how much money you have and of those transactions be private and with uh, certain companies, it's all a public record. So like there's essentially this giant, and that's what the blockchain is. If you've heard what blockchain is and have no idea what it is, um, because most people don't, it took me a while to understand it, but it's essentially every transaction that's used blockchain. So like buying pizza, selling cryptocurrency, getting V bucks in Fortnite. Every, (laughs) I can't believe I just made that as an example. Uh, All of that is stored on the blockchain and anyone can go look at it. Mm. So the idea behind an NFT is really dumb. (laughs) Like, I'm going to be honest, I understand it. And I think once you understand it, it's even more stupid than you think it is. Because essentially what happens with an NFT is when you buy an NFT, you receive like the image file and like a receipt essentially that's on the blockchain being like this person purchased this image and they own it, Mm -hmm. which is very dumb (laughs) because like, yeah, everyone can see this record that you've purchased this thing, but like you can still just screen cap it. (laughs) Yeah. The thing that everyone has just brought up and it's like, People who are in that world are like, no, it's the same thing of like, if you take a photo of the Mona Lisa, it's not the same thing as the actual Mona Lisa. And I'm like, okay, but the Mona Lisa isn't a 
PNG. <laughs> That's what all of this is about? Yeah, it's so extremely just strange as a concept. And, like, they're being integrated into a whole bunch of things now. And it's really not good for anything. And this is this is the not fun part. Because we can laugh at the dumb ape drawings. Because that's, like, one of the things that people do on Twitter. They, like, get the same stencil ape and, like, just draw a couple things on top of it. And then, like, pay hundreds of dollars for it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. why? Why would you? Why would you do this? I don't understand. It's, it's like just just commission an artist like a normal person. Yeah. But what hap the issue with this is that if you have something like a blockchain, like the blockchain, and you need to you have millions upon millions of tr financial transactions happening, like just within a couple of days. You have to put all of that record somewhere. Like that takes, like obviously physically it would take like a ton, a ton of notebooks, but it's not physical, it's on the internet. So it's on a bunch of computers that serve just to store all of this data. And mm -hmm. they're like just in the middle of, I believe some country in South America, I forget exactly where they are, but they're like in a very remote part. I know some servers are in like the mountains of Switzerland as well, which is very interesting. Um, and that would that would actually be somewhere I'd like to visit, um, because I've just some papers have fallen over, <laughs> and it is interrupting my explanation. How dare you? Um, <laughs> but I, I but it's just such a interesting thing to put a bunch of computers in the mountains and be like, this is where all money is sold. But what essentially happens is that once, in order to put all that data on computers, that takes a lot of power, right? Yeah, keep hundreds upon hundreds of giant computers running. Mm -hmm. The actual mm -hmm. electric output of the blockchain is massive. Like it is the daily amount of electricity that is used by the blockchain is more than most countries. Well, Jesus. Which is why you hear people say that NFTs are bad for the environment because yeah. if you are using all of this, then, well, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna start consume you're gonna start consuming fossil fuels and destroying the planet really quickly. Yeah, like you if you're just it. talking. Oh, sorry, I interrupted someone. No, you're good. Like if you're just talking about stepping away from nfts and just all of blockchain for a second if you just look at bitcoin there it uses 110 terawatt hours per year which is half of one percent of global energy usage which sounds like a relatively small amount until you realize that's equal to the energy output the energy output of switzerland not switzerland sorry sweden in a year yeah it's for yeah. bitcoin which is a glorified stock, let's be honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you total up the entire blockchain, it's larger than some of the largest countries in the world. Yeah. And it's consuming all of this electricity and kind of killing the planet for, I cannot stress this enough, things you can screenshot. Yeah. My thought is, who thought this was a good idea? Like, babe... Hey. Snipping tool was not invented for you to pull that. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm lost on. The fact that these are just like they're just pictures. Like that's <laughs> no, 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 no. There isn't like a thing here. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, you are correct. <laughs> there is there isn't a deeper thing. They're just paying thousands or millions of dollars for an image file. Which is <laughs> <laughs> funny. It's like what um, makes it yours. Because I guess to me, it doesn't feel like it's yours because someone can just also have the same picture they wanted to, I feel like. like Yeah. Okay. No, like, the reason so why people are like, it's mine is because they can be like, I can, they can point to the record and be like, the I bought that. And be like, that's, I did that. And like on yeah. a certain level, I kind of like the idea of uh, like decentralizing economic records. I'm not a big fan of banks of large banks personally not a, not a thing i'm a fan of 
uh, the ca causing economic recessions. Not, no, no, not, not into that. But like, <laughs> it does not seem like it's going very well when it's being used for glorified stocks, uh, pyramid schemes, and ape images that you could just like commission an artist to draw normally, and there would be no difference. It reeks of only child syndrome. I said what I said. <laughs> it it's the biggest main character syndrome thing. Like that's so. How could you? What? Imagine paying that much money for a JPEG. Like, if I can download it off my computer from Photoshop, I'm not gonna spend that much money. Like, imagine all of the things you could buy with that. That is, oh my god. So, okay, I just don't understand the way that it is. It is it a stock, I guess? Uh, NFTs? Yeah. Well, essentially, they kind of function in terms, well, the theory behind it. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> um, I feel gross saying the theory behind NFTs. Um, <laughs> but the idea from people who are champions of this is that it's like fine art, where that, like, you That's pay stupid. for it. And then like it appreciates because it's the only one that exists because in theory nft stands for non-fungible token which means it's just something you can't replace and they're not wrong in terms of an economic concept things that are non-fungible are valuable like the actual image the mona lisa is not replaceable yeah like you can take a photo of it someone can do an impression of it even if it's close to identical it's not the actual same thing and that carries a difference same yeah. thing with like I'm trying to think of a good example here. Like, um, oh God, <laughs> I can't now think of, I was immediately gonna think of signatures, but people can replace signatures. But like, it is kind of similar, a signature in terms of that, like it's arbitrary and gives something extra value um, that like you don't really need, but does add a, a weird amount of value. And like, I wouldn't have a problem yeah. with it if it wasn't literally destroying the planet, which is the Ooh. thing. <laughs> Who yeah, flies the pictures. Like, where? Like, who decides that this picture is up for grabs? Like, just like, just literally anyone. Just like, who wants this picture of like Chuck E. Cheese? Like, so it it, it depends. Uh, the idea. So there's there are artists now who do commissions based around an NFT, where like they will draw the art and they'll be like, "This is my art. I will sell it to you as an NFT." Oh no! Mm -hmm. Which like. Just commission an artist normally. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but you can also, there are more stupid things. Like one of the first tweets is an NFT that's worth like $7 million. Oh my God. Because someone was like, oh, I've, I have a picture of the, I've taken a picture of this. I own this picture. I'm going to sell it. Wow. Because technically, the way property laws work is that when you take a picture, you are the owner of that image now. Mm. And like, so, theoretically, yeah. if someone uses like just a photo that you've taken, like say you take a photo of, I don't know, your dinner. We're, we're doing a lot of food examples and post it on Instagram. And then someone like screen caps that and puts it in, I don't know, the next Marvel movie. Technically, you could sue them for copyright infringement if they didn't ask for your permission because you own that image. Dang. Now, no, now, no so, one does that because that's stupid. <laughs> so can you, like, can you, so you do, so can you trade? I'm sorry. You might have already said that before, but, like, what? why is there a blockchain? <laughs> yeah. So the purpose of the blockchain, or, like, yeah, the purpose is just to take what is normally done in private records of your bank which is being like, oh, this person has this amount of money that is going out of their account and going to this person in, in their account. Mm. In, uh, that, that kind of tr financial transaction when like I Venmo you like five bucks for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And that kind of transaction is stored uh, because everything's digital now. It's stored uh, on, like the bank has a record of that. Both banks, like say we have different banks, both banks mm -hmm. have a record of that. The only purpose of a blockchain is just to take every single one of those and put it out in the public on one thing. So you can just look at it. Okay. Yeah. Which 
I don't necessarily dislike the idea of if we can just like not make it destroy the planet. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, kind of dumb question. How long has this been a thing? So block um, NFTs have like really taken off in the last year. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm just looking up when blockchain was invented. I forgot but it's been around for like at least a decade but like the actual server was launched in 2008 but the theory behind it was uh outlined in 1991 mm. so it, it's existed as a concept for a while but it and it was created in 2008 and just random things have popped up as a result of it wow and like the main issue with this is in terms of any other new technology is just the way that people misuse it, which is a problem related to regulation. So this yeah. happens more with Bitcoin and not specifically Bitcoin, but with other cryptocurrencies. Um, I guess this is also just a crypto lecture now, but they all use the same technology. <laughs> yeah. Um, where people will create a new coin because you can just do that. All the code is open source. You can just like, you can be like, oh, this is how, like, whatever this is made, cool. I'll just, like, control C, control V, change a couple things, and now I've created a new coin. Mm -hmm. And if you get, like, so this is what people do. They'll get a new coin, and they'll pay, like, a couple thousand dollars or whatever to some content creator with an audience, right? Like, with mm -hmm. a sizable audience to promote their new coin. Be like, it's going to be the next big thing. Show up, buy the coin, invest early. Be like the people who invested in Bitcoin or Ethereum or Dogecoin, real thing yeah early and then what will happen is a whole bunch of people because they've uh paid this they've paid this creator now to uh share it to millions of people potentially a t whole ton of people will go out and buy this coin and because a whole bunch of pe people are buying this coin it's going to start going up in price because the demand is going up and the supply is starting to shrink as people buy the coin mm -hmm. so the price will start to go up then what will happen is the people who created this coin, who gave themselves a whole bunch of it, will just poof, sell it all off. And the content creator who got paid to do it will poof, sell it all off. And they've now made this coin, even if it goes to like a tenth of a tenth of a hundredth of a cent from nothing, because it's digital code that you've just created. If you make like a million of those, you just make like a few thousand dollars. If you make like 10 million of them for yourself, you make like a couple $10,000 and it's completely oh legal. Yeah. There's oh no regulation God. of cryptocurrency. <laughs> cryptocurrency freaks me out. Same. Yeah. Yeah, there's no regulation of it at the moment. Cause like if you do that with Apple stock, that would be illegal. It's called a pump yeah. and dump. It's illegal to do for the stock market, but because cryptocurrency is so new and lobbyists exist and are not good. Um there's just no appetite really to regulate it. And so yeah. you have these kinds of scenarios and it's very unfortunate because this kind of technology is interesting and worth exploring and people are just weird and not good about it and scam people. Yeah. A real fun lesson, guys. Yeah, <laughs> A very fun lesson. Thank you for educating us on this because I have no idea what's going on, but like now I do. <laughs> it's great. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the one thing that we do get, however, is funny memes. <laughs> That's the one Always. silver lining to all of this. Is that Always. the kinds of people who are into crypto and really into NFTs are really funny. <laughs> like oh, not intentionally. Not like it's not like a good stand-up comedian. They're just ridiculous. Like the kind, like the kind of person who will spend tens of thousands of dollars on a GIF of some i don't know anyone who plays basketball of like lebron james doing a dunk like the amount of like you have to be an insanely ridiculous person to do that and so the content is really funny mm -hmm. yeah like, that's fair that makes <laughs> if i'm going to give one recommendation to anyone uh here who has the wonderful website twitter i would recommend following the account at coiners taking L's, which is crypto bros taking L's. And it's oh just, God. it's just people who invest in crypto. Things are not going well for them. 
and it's very funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. And well, yeah. Well, this episode is extremely long. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to make it extremely long. Oh, it was long long before you got here, dude. Like it was. Oh my god, when we added, when we called you on here, it was like fifty-four minutes, and I was like, anyways, (laughs) we're pushing an hour fifteen. Yeah, I don't think we've had an episode this long since maybe our first, which is nice. So if this does poorly, I'm gonna be so upset. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna promote it to people. I'm gonna promote please do, please do. Because I want, I want them to listen. Yes. Okay. That'd nice. be that'd be nice. I really appreciate that. Uh, are we closing off here? I think so. I, I don't have anything else to say. All right. <laughs> well, in that case, thank you so much for coming, Cassidy. You are always a pleasure to talk to. And now everyone has heard your your beautiful voice and has heard all of your fun thoughts and has learned about cryptocurrency and all of that stuff happy happy to help always uh this stuff is ridiculous the world we live in is ridiculous and it's i love it <laughs> and hate it oh my That's god crazy. puns i love that okay, okay. hey look so- it's the title of the show <laughs> oh my god who that? <laughs> love how we did that <laughs> do you want to plug anything before we go um- Follow me everywhere at Snazio, S-N-A-Z-Z-E-O. Um, yeah, just like all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I'm on that. Is All of that is that, Snazio. Follow me, please. I'm funny occasionally. Yes. And <laughs> while you're doing that, you might as well follow at the world we live in pod on Instagram and like everywhere else. Um yeah, I think that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are lovely. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. See you. Bye. Adios. Bye. Bye.